Yo. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, and welcome to episode 44 of the Insiders on Real Estate and Marketing. We're starting a little bit late today because we had to change to our fancy new studio here. So this is an awesome space. We're in the newsroom. We are in the newsroom. <laughs> and have we got news for you. We have somebody here that's going to lay it all out. She's going to straighten us out. She's going to tell us how it goes. Our special guest, Ms. Susan Redding of the Redding Group at Keller no Williams is with us. <laughs> Right. And uh, my co-host here, Mr. Mark Miller, uh, with Secured Title of Texas, who again for the fourth year is sponsoring the Insider. So appreciate that. You're How welcome. are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing real good. What's going on? Well. Tell us the market scoop. And what, well, first of all, give us the Mark scoop. Mark scoop? <laughs> uh, well, I'll have to think about which way I want to go with that. Oh, but <laughs> uh, we had a, I had a surprisingly good August. Yeah. I didn't say great, but I said a good August. Yeah. So we were fairly solid in commercial and residential. New origination surprised me a little bit mm -hmm. up to that side. But the exciting side is that we are moving forward to uh, open an office in McKinney. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, so I brought on uh, Sydney Ford, who was with us before, went out and found her way into McKinney and mm -hmm. developed a book of business there. And then I stole her away from oh, the God. company she's so working for. You're so good at that. I know. And then uh, Susan Potsednik uh, rejoined me, who was Fabulous. with Amanda Susan. and I at yeah. uh, Allegiance and yeah. Legacy. So I'm excited to have Susan back with us. Um, so, so we're kind of rocking there. I've got another NDA. I'm actually looking at a title company in East Texas for the first time, about 75 miles outside mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. of uh, Dallas. You uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to say we're looking at them. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so anyhow, we're real, we're real active. Things are, That's things good. are good. I'm pretty excited about it. So awesome. anyhow, it's been kind of a weird summer. It has been for the market. Hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. What are you thinking as far as going into the fall? Do you think we're going to hover in this position still? Or do you think, and I know Susan's going to weigh in there yeah. on that as well, but well, and there's so many thoughts? different aspects of the industry. Like Susan's going to talk about the luxury side of the business mm -hmm. and you know, right when I was leaving to come to the show, uh, a new first-time homebuyers were coming in to close. And now I'm more curious, and I kind of said, well, what was the rate of interest? Mm -hmm. And they ended up, uh, I think it was around a $350,000 home at 7.7%. Oh. Uh, so that's my concern, but they qualified. They had mm -hmm. done a little work uh, to get their credit up. Mm -hmm. They did an FHA mm -hmm. uh, side, so, and they were just as excited as they could be. And I said, well, you know, the market, and this is to your question, softens a little bit coming into first quarter, right. then the opportunity may be to refinance mm -hmm. uh, that transaction. Probably FHA, you're probably going to have to have seasoning first, I think. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. uh, so anyhow, my, my eye is continually to be on the interest rate because mm -hmm. everything else are the right conditions for us in the marketplace. To well, that. do you think that there's a chance that they're going to lower the interest rate yeah. again yeah. in the first quarter? It'll soften. It yeah. Okay. I even think the feds may take a pause on this next one because we were concerned about another raise but I think you know a couple more and we're we're having a really we're gonna move into some form of real estate recession with that mm -hmm. type we, of movement because it just eliminates like more and more people out of the available qualifying market mm -hmm. now again luxury becomes a different discussion mm -hmm. that might be more looking at their portfolios than it is about because I imagine Susan a lot are in cash a lot, a act, you know, Especially when they buy. Especially those in California coming yeah, here. Yeah, mm -hmm. So, so the debt is not a big of an issue mm -hmm. to that side. So, anyhow, I just continue to be thankful we're here because this is where the strength of uh, the real estate market is in the country, mm -hmm. and so demand will continue to come into our mm -hmm. 
uh, Metroplex. So, you know, we've talked about it probably 10 months ago, but we haven't talked about this all summer. What about inventory? Where is that looking right now? I'd say inventory is still locked low. Is it? Uh, and there, therefore, that's why I think you're not getting any kind of price adjustment out there in the market either. Mm -hmm. That's saying Susan can make some comments to that mm -hmm. side of it. So demand high, interest rates high, inventory low. Mm -hmm. Interesting um, scenario yeah. in that. Yeah. I've seen a lot of luxury um, clients. The sellers are buying down the rate too. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That, that helps when you're buying such a, when mm -hmm. you're paying a significant price mm -hmm. for a home. Yeah. True. And, and that True. gets you through, you know, a year, two, or three, depending mm -hmm. on what the buy down is, mm -hmm. to kind of yep. navigate through that. And mm -hmm. by then, you know, rate adjustments should be. Yeah. We should be back. I think we'll get to eventually to a reasonable rate, which reasonable is going to be between five to six percent, mm -hmm. and that's a good. It that's could be there all day long. Yeah, I'd, I'd be yeah that's a good that. rate. Yeah. So, yeah. anyhow, we still have a good rate. Historically, yeah. this is still a good. It is. Oh, it's absolutely. Yeah. It was interesting. It's I, I just attended yeah. <laughs> a um, our national meeting in Kansas City, and we had a keynote speaker, and he he started and pointed out dates. But basically, if you track from I think it was two thousand, and go going actually it went back. Be, before that, basically what it showed is that we have a cycle every 14 years, and we're on the 14th year of that cycle in 2023. Interesting. So, you know, it's perspective, because back in those other cycles, interest rates were at 8, 10, 12, 14%, and guess mm -hmm. what? Properties were selling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So oh, it's yeah. a mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Much as not, isn't, isn't that life? Yeah. Not, <laughs> you either retreat or advance, right? Exactly. So, exactly. Anyhow, well, let me give a little introduction yeah, to Susan. Susan. She's uh, just into her 18th year in the real estate industry, but she, wow. she came through that in a very interesting way as an interior decorator prior to that. Love that. So she's really got a flair, and obviously with that, probably had a love of real estate when she was doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's been married for 31 years, has two grown children and some grandchildren running around. Uh, a grand and dog. And a grand dog. Got to have those. <laughs> she's a member of Keller Williams Luxury, uh, and she's an accredited luxury home specialist and an accredited staging professional. And she's in the top 20% of uh, the KW and to qualify that, what is there, 700 agents in your? No, just shy of 600, I believe. Okay, but, but make, makes the 20% much mm -hmm. more relevant to me, yeah. Mm -hmm. to that side. Absolutely. And she also served as uh, the Agent Leadership Council, a ALC, and she's co-chair of the Office Luxury Committee and the Luxury Community Group. Mm -hmm. So I want her to expand a little bit on that. Mm -hmm. And they operate under the Reading Group, which consists of two other agents, her husband, Mike, Great guy and their son Andrew. So, and they have a couple of part time assistants with that. So, they got a team. They do have a team. That time. So, and they know a little bit about luxury. They do. So, Susan, <laughs> welcome that. and give Thank us, uh, give me a little qualification on sort of tie all this in. What's it mean to be a member of the Keller Williams Luxury? And then, what's the differentiation between the committee and the community group? Well, Keller Williams Luxury is Keller Williams wide, it's everywhere, all across the globe. Mm -hmm. And you can, it, we used to pay to join, uh, but now we just earn in. You have to sell a certain number of properties over a certain amount within ah, a certain period okay. of time. Makes and sense. you're automatically in. Mm -hmm. And it allows us to um, be part of the luxury community group on uh, Facebook so we can all share each other's luxury listings. Mm -hmm. They go mm -hmm. worldwide. Mm -hmm. It also causes our listings to automatically sync with um, Wall Street Journal Online, Barron's, 
Market Watch, Mansions Global. So our luxury listings automatically are syndicated with those publications. Great publications. Which is great. Yeah. So yeah. your property is seen all over the place. Mm -hmm. and we have mastermind meetings and we all just learn from each other. I love it. Sometimes in person, sometimes online. So that's worldwide. The community group that I co-chair is a group of agents who are earned in to luxury. So we get together once every other month or so. And we do a field trip. I like what she's saying, earned in. Yeah. Do you remember when we had Robbie Briggs yeah. on the show? Yeah. He said something that I've always loved, and I've remembered it. I use it in my marketing, and that is that you cannot be invited into the luxury market. You have to earn it. Oh. So I love that. I love well, that. you appreciate yes. anything that you earn more yeah. than just hand it to you. And once you earn in, do you have to continue yeah, to? Yeah, you got to keep it up. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can't. You don't. You don't get grandfathered once you're right. in. You got to keep producing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So the community group is a group of earned-in agents in our office, and we just bounce things off of one another, learn from one another. The committee is another thing that I help lead, and it's uh, any agent in the office who's already earned in or wants to do more luxury. So we get together and we talk about how do you get the luxury clients? How, mm -hmm. how what do you do when you have them? What do you do with them? You know, what do you do when you do get a luxury listing? Right. So this is, that's fun. I love leading that group. Oh, I bet that is interesting. With another agent in my office. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. And what you have seen over the 18 years, how it's changed, how it's morphed as far as luxury marketing, building a luxury team. Oh, yeah. I bet that's pretty incredible. I can go back and look at a lot of luxury listings from a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And nobody was, a lot, most people weren't using professional photography. You can see pictures taken with their, with their cell phone wow. or some rinky-dink camera. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So and does luxury, you know, luxury used to be the definition of luxury was anything about 500000 Is that, um, do you qualify that way? It depends on where you are. Okay. It's about seven fifty now, I Yeah, think. well, no, seven fifteen for um, for some areas, but Dallas, I just read, is now a million and up. Oh, whoa. I, I think they need to adjust those numbers. Just saying. Interesting. KW luxury people, because... <laughs> Um, that's a first-time home buyer now. Yeah. And you know, millennials are the biggest home buyer. Most people know that, but they're buying luxury properties now. Really? They're, yeah, they're in their mid late thirties. Mm -hmm. These people. Yeah. So they're buying luxury mm -hmm. properties. It's so hard to say because my son's a millennial, and I'm thinking, oh my god, these kids are buying oh these kids are buying luxury. When I think about right. the first house I bought, it's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm still in the Not first luxury. house I bought. <laughs> well, how's uh, so? Speaking of luxury market, how's Give me a little bit of uh, intel on how the luxury market this year is doing, and what well, are you, what's your assessment? Sometimes, uh, sometimes luxury seems to be doing the opposite of what the rest of the market's doing. True. Mm -hmm. So if the rest of the market's booming, luxury is a little slow, mm -hmm. or luxury is booming and the rest of the market seems to be crawling. But right now, I think we're following suit with the rest of the market. Things have slowed down. Showings have slowed. You know, it's just slower. You're right. It is. Right. I'm feeling that. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's because of the higher interest rates that it slowed down? Well, certainly not the lack of people moving to Texas from other places where they've got a bunch of cash to spend. Is that I, still happening? I, I don't know. I noticed, I could be wrong, but I noticed the slowdown right about the time school started this time. That's what I was Right think. before school yeah. started. Yeah. And usually it doesn't affect us or the past few years, so this is new. Used to, it would affect us. School started, screeching halt, but now I'm noticing that it did slow down this time. Mm -hmm. But and then are you seeing the activity picking up in September? And Not really. Okay. 
That's you saw it slowing down when school started. Yeah, I saw it slowing down. So I'm just curious, started. where are the luxury pockets in Dallas? Where, where would you say that most luxury sales are happening? Definitely Dallas and Collin County, I think, are our mm -hmm. two. It's, it's Tarrant County, Collin County, um, Denton County, year-to-date, 600-ish sales for a million to three million. That's Which all? I think is a sweet spot to, to yeah. look at luxury. Mm -hmm. Dallas was almost a thousand. Mm -hmm. And um, Denton County, I was really surprised. The average list price, sales price, or sales price, list price ratio was 100.4% over list price for luxury properties. So I didn't dig deep into that, but I saw that and went, what? How is that? Mm -hmm. I would think that would be more like Dallas, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, it, it's such an interesting and vibrant metroplex. So I think that you're going to have a sweep of luxury all over, but we certainly, you know, attribute certain areas in Dallas as the luxury area. Oh, yeah. You absolutely. Know, the Park yeah. City. Yeah, absolutely. And Park. University and, Park, and, Preston and, you know, Hollow. They yeah. had the lowest days on market. The luxury in Dallas was mm -hmm. about 43 days on market. Mm -hmm. All those other counties, Tarrant, Dallas, Denton, were. 50-ish, mm -hmm. between 50 and 60 okay. is on market. So th they are still moving. Are you still seeing that kind of luxury uh, going out? Because you, you, you mentioned Collin County, beyond Collin County, are you seeing it? And, and I don't even want to say Collin County, but let's look at the city. So if I'm going toward Allen, you know, McKinney, Princeton, though, Fairview, those areas, it, are, are there luxury pockets in those little areas? Oh, sure. you got luxury pockets everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and possibly when you're further north you get, because it's still developing, you're probably yes. dealing with luxury home building yeah. mm -hmm. versus, a re versus a resale. Yeah. Uh, I mean, product. out in my area in McKinney, you know, all the houses are like $750. they have got whole new communities they're building. Right. They're just luxury pockets right. all over the place out there. So that is considered luxury then, right? Yes, and yeah. it's a good idea to go in there as, a, as an agent wanting to get into the luxury field, the luxury market. Friend those those builders friend the ones who are sitting and holding the houses open the model homes absolutely oh give me your card take mm -hmm. them some donuts um just <laughs> be their buddy that's right that's right yeah so that's just a great way to kind of build your luxury mm -hmm. brand a little bit too mm -hmm. totally so i would think that um working with a luxury client has to have some unique approaches to that yeah you got to pamper them you got to love on them right and then the other I part love of, on all my clients right but, but the other part of that too is you know I always talk to agents, let's say that they're in the selling in the three hundred to 500000 range. Everybody always seems to staging oh, because they walk in and it's a pack wrap environment or whatever. What do, you, what do you experience when you walk into a luxury home and take a viewpoint as an interior decorator's view? Uh, First thing or, I notice is whether or not it's well staged and... Okay. Shame on them for not staging. That's right. always the first, the first mm -hmm. thing I look at is... Do I need to bring the stager in here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if the house is vacant, bring the stager in here. Let's get some furniture in here. Right. These mm -hmm. people expect they're high end. They're they're high net worth individuals, and they have the best of everything. They fly first class. They they shop at Neiman's. They eat at the best restaurants. They expect the best customer service. And I think that when you're making a fifty thousand dollar commission, you can afford to to spend mm -hmm. between two and five thousand dollars staging. Mm -hmm. And are they more sensitive about that recommendation because of all the other things you've noted? They're always the best of best of best. And all of a sudden you're saying, oh, no, by the way, we probably yeah. need to 
rework this a little bit? Right. Well, that's the thing, too. You can stage it for living. You can stage it for the market. You know, you go to the grocery store and you're trying to find a box of cereal. You've seen how big the cereal aisle is. Your eye goes right to the prettiest box. It does mm -hmm. every time. And I want your house to be the one everybody's eye goes to. I want you right. to be the prettiest box on the shelf. Right. It's just kind of a way I help them understand. Yeah, I like that. Because I think that it's a big difference taking an empty home that belongs to a builder and staging that as a as opposed to taking someone who just moved to California to take a job and they've got a million-dollar home and mm -hmm. you've got to tell yeah. them how to stage and move around the stuff in their That's house. Right. Or right. even worse, when they're actually living here, they're just moving across the street and all True. their stuff is there and you've got to tell them, that stuff does not look good there. Yeah. <laughs> well, and sometimes if it's, uh, there are certain certain times where it's if it's bad enough, yeah, I'll bring the stager in. Yeah. A, a, a stager who really does this all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I can recommend, I have suggestions, but then yeah, I sure. bring the stager in, I let her hurt their feelings. <laughs> So I don't have to. And is that a dialogue you have prior to securing a listing as part of your initial yes. meeting? Staging uh, is important. Okay. Mm -hmm. It'll net you 6 to 12% higher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that's that's the latest stat that so I've it's read. it's part of your marketing Some package. say up to 20%. I don't know. But mm -hmm. 6 to 12 Yeah, it's part of my deal. Yeah. And photography, videography, drone work. Um, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about your whole marketing package. How are you marketing your listings how does your team market how do you approach marketing at the reading group um every chance i get um <laughs> a, a beautiful brochures i like to give those to everyone i know you know post it on social media knock on open houses knock on doors mm -hmm. who do you know pick your mm -hmm. neighbors mm -hmm. we're going to be holding this one open we'd invite you to stop by mm -hmm. um uh, postcards so you're still doing open houses oh absolutely absolutely once upon a time, we would say, oh, open houses don't really sell houses. Maybe 1% or a little under 1% will help sell a house. I sold my personal home, a luxury property in Flower Mound, because a lady walked into my open house. She came back with her agent. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's happening. They're yeah. actually, I'm selling houses because yeah. of open houses. Yeah. It's true. We know we bought our houses. So you're getting, so you're getting good traffic is what you're saying when yes. you do an open house versus yes. I'm sitting there all afternoon watching the Dallas Cowboys alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and I, I have some people, I don't want the neighbors walking through my house. Just I just don't want the neighbors walking through my house. You don't understand. A lot of your neighbors know someone who wants to be in this neighborhood. Right. It's fine to let them in. Yeah, people are funny. I mean, there's just a lot of different ideas about that. Yeah, it's absolutely. personal space. But uh, the home I'm living in right now, I bought it from an open house as well. Yeah, so see, there you go. It, it totally works. It totally works. Yeah. So marketing your team, how are you doing that? How do you, uh, how do you attract... We have client events, Those and I like to bring clients. other people in that way. Bring a friend. Um, you know, again, open houses. I mean, we were we're face to face, belly to belly, meeting these people, talking with them, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a good source of leads, right? There. I mean, in person, marketing us. Um, we just hired a, a part time assistant, another part time assistant, who's going to give us a better um, presence on social media. Mm -hmm. So that's going to market us. Yeah, and, and client events and big grand openings. You know, we launch a new listing with a, in the summer we have a big snow cone truck out front. So people That's are fun. drawn to it mm -hmm. and they come in and walk through. Um, do you get a lot of referrals in the luxury market from from a luxury client? Do you find that? Yeah, they refer get, us, you, is that what yeah. you mean? And then also referrals, just being in the network for KW Luxury. Mm -hmm. 
they, they remember me. They saw me at a couple of conventions. We stay mm -hmm. in touch, and I get referrals from that. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the great wheel of KW. Yes. When you do the national meetings and things of that nature, We're just connecting. everywhere, those yeah. KW people. They <laughs> <laughs> are I mean, everywhere. Just, oh, you turn around, and there's another one. One in five, or excuse me, what, what is the statistic? One in five transactions is, is, in, is involving a real estate agent from KW. Wow. One in five. They are huge We're in just Texas. like, yeah. it's a good company. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably nationally, are you referring to, I correct? I believe, I believe yeah. that stats yeah. I would. I would think so. So how have you seen the market and building a luxury team and marketing change as opposed to 18 years ago and today? What are you doing differently, if anything? Well, 18 years ago, I wasn't selling any luxury properties. Right. I'll tell you that. I didn't right? just wake up one day and my phone started ringing with million dollar clients. Um, how, how did it change? What do you mean? Well, but you yeah. also... What are you doing differently that also today, marketing a luxury team than you would have done, let's say, five, seven, ten years ago? Oh, Anything? everything's different. I don't okay, even talk really to me remember about what I'm doing. Let's step back one from that and <laughs> let's talk about where you started and then how you progressed into luxury. I started luxury. living in a luxury neighborhood. And I got involved in the neighborhood and there was another agent there and you, it's just kind of an unwritten rule. You know, he owned the neighborhood, so you don't step on their toes. And I told him that I'm not going to market to the neighborhood. I know you've worked this for a long time and you appreciated that. But then he did me wrong one time. Uh oh. And I said, okay. <laughs> Gloves off. Here we go. That's right. <laughs> and so I took over and now I've sold more homes in that neighborhood in the past seven years than he has. Wow. And I'm very proud to tell the neighbors that when I'm on listing presentations. Mm -hmm. But what are we doing differently now? I'm just... Uh, and you just, don't have to be doing anything different, yeah. right? I mean, no, I mean, yeah. we're, we're more learning-based. Now I'm involved in luxury. I started selling a few more luxury properties, and I found out what this KW Luxury International used to be called. It's just KW Luxury now. I still like the international part. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just got more involved. I sold more and more and more luxury properties. So, I, and then learning and networking and... I don't know really what we're doing differently. It's just, it's a whole different thing from 18 years ago to now or even 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Because well, of the evolved. way your business has evolved. We've yeah. evolved and I can't really give you bullet points. Well, on it. well, well like and then that. in the yeah, luxury side too, post a, a sale and then sell over a period of time, what is there a different type of, I'll call it this, a drip campaign you use with your database? Because that's such a unique yeah. grouping of people versus somebody that's not selling in luxury, and they got 500 people in their yeah, database. they get a bi-weekly or monthly nurture okay. email from my, um, our, we use Command. It's a big, our CRM, it's part of Keller Williams. It's huge, and it's awesome. I love it. And so they just get little drip, their birthday or their home anniversary or whatever. They they get market updates. And every every single month, exactly on the first of the month, for, or first day of the month, I run a market report. I don't care what's happening. I could have COVID. I could be dying of the flu. <laughs> One time I was in Italy on the first of the month. I was in South Korea on the first of the month. I ran those numbers because if I run it on the second day of the month, those numbers could look different. So the neighborhood, especially that I farm in Flower Mound for my luxury clients, I run that. And I think they're seeing some value in that. And running right. it long enough, you can see what's happening now over this time last year, the average days on market, mm -hmm. you know, average list price, sales price ratio, mm -hmm. all that. So... I think I think people are finding value, but that's that's a big thing I do is my pulses on the or my fingers on the pulse of the market out there. Well, I think that's very important. Right. Yeah. yeah right. I do. I do because that's good knowledge. It's knowledge that you're sharing. You're setting yourself up. Yeah. 
as the person who knows and understands I'm that the part economist of, the of choice in the neighborhood for sure. And <laughs> and those who've you know consulted with me about selling their house or just not quite ready or they've sent me referrals or they have bought and sold with me before I have my top 25 my A-list people and they all get a gift quarterly from a company called Client Giant clientgiant.com gift Susan Redding's name if you decide to use them because then I get a little discount I get a little perk um, but uh, they send a quarterly gift it's it's something new it's seasonal whether it's a little herb garden or if it's a travel kit or a mm-hmm. beach blanket mm-hmm. a charcuterie board cookbook Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of things, and I get it gets my phone ringing. Oh my gosh, I just got mm-hmm. your dryer balls, you know, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there's these dryer balls that well, absorb the liquid and like... beat your laundry up, and it's you know they just cute little things, and it's coming from me. Yeah. There's a note in there about what it is and why. It's your brand. And thank yeah. you for yeah. being who you are. That's good. And it gets my phone ringing. Hey, and thank what's the you. name of that company again? ClientGiant.com. ClientGiant.com. I mean, and there's ways to send other gifts like birthdays, mm-hmm. graduations, anniversaries. Mm-hmm. I think things like that are uh, unique. Yes. They're important. People remember that. And yes. And you're doing it. So if you send it to their office, to it's even a bigger deal because then everybody, another thing, another well, you gift from your agent. Gifts. And I do pop by gifts mm-hmm. too sometimes, mm-hmm. but it just depends. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you send it to their office. The other employees kind of look around like, oh, your gift, another gift from your realtor? That's so cool. Guess guess who they want to use whenever they're buying and selling? Mm-hmm. I send presents. <laughs> That's there you awesome. Go. That's awesome. And I, I assume there'd be generational sales opportunities as well within these families absolutely. that you sell to. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you just you, the luxury client, you asked what's different, how I treat them differently. You just love on them. They're used to first class. You've got to give a first class first. Class. Yes. And little gifts along the way, too, besides what Client Giant sends. Um, little gifts, um, milestone gifts, we call it surprise and delight. Mm-hmm. Um, the, after the listing appointment, I send them some warm cookies mm-hmm. to thank them for their time. Mm-hmm. And the other agents typically didn't do that, they tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, for a milestone, um, the signing of the listing agreement, they get a little gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the day of photography, maybe I'll bring a bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. The day that they get an offer, or the day they hit the MLS, the day they get a, you know a contract, awesome. little great. little milestones along the way. You don't have to give a great big expensive gift at closing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, segueing toward the end of the show, I wanted to talk a minute about Chat GPT and talk about surprise and delight. I have a story about surprise and delight with Chat GPT because I have always, ever since uh, I guess the last. You know, 12 months. It's been going on a lot longer than that. But for the last 12, nine months, it's been very, very much talked about. It's out there now. They have apps. And I've just said, no, you know, we, we are writing real content from real people. I'm not going to do that. And I've just kind of like stood my ground. And then I had a client and I had written some copy for the client. And they're out in New York. They're a uh, international client and they've got some books. So you know, I'm learning on a learning curve of how to communicate in his tone. And he said, just use chat GPT. This needs to be more flowery. This needs to be more exciting content than this. Just use chat GPT. And I was almost offended. I was like, okay, whatever. And so I thought, well, all right, this is my clients asking me to do this. I'm going to check this Mm -hmm. out. So I went, I downloaded the app and I typed in a sentence that, you know, encapsulated what I needed to say about this book. And guys, 
it spit out the most beautiful right? paragraph, three paragraphs. The longer it waited, the more it came out. And I was shocked. I was surprised and delighted. So here's the thing. The, the pros and cons of using AI is that, and I, I sound like I might be contradicting myself because last month I said you need to step away from technology to find your voice. And I stand by that, you do. But once you've found your voice, it doesn't hurt to have a little assistant. And so put on your editor's hat, go to ChatGPT. If you need something written, if you're wanting to do a brochure, if you're wanting to send a special letter about something, then you can do that. Then put on your editor's hat as though this person works for you and you can decide how it needs to be arranged or how it needs to be edited. But you've got the content. But you've got the content. Yeah. And guys, it, it's, it's really incredible mm -hmm. because the more that you have, this, this client of mine is an international artist. He's very well known in the Persian community. Um, so ChatGPT doesn't have any problem finding content That's about right. him and about his products. So it was able to pull it all together and make this beautiful ex expose, if you will, of these books that he was offering. I've then tested it on other things, and it might struggle because what I'm asking it to write about, there's not a whole lot of content on the web about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that would require me to really do some editing because it actually might make stuff up. And they and, and Chat GPT oh, yeah, has been found to just yep. pull stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, pull, yeah, yeah. I, I admit I've used it for uh, the romance, which is the MLS property description. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if I have writer's block. Yeah. That's just the worst part is trying yeah. to find a, a, an eloquent way it is to describe this property and you put in the basics and chat gpt mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. every mm -hmm. time yes mm -hmm. i just edit just a little bit yeah so you i think know, it's really know, exciting also, i mean it's fun you can also tell it um to to give it to you like um like jim carrey would yeah. for instance yeah and it'll it'll the 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 text that come across is like alrighty then. <laughs> And it's something Jim Carrey would say, and it's just yeah. the funniest thing. So you can, or like maybe yeah. a pirate would say. <clears throat> yeah. You can actually set it up in your profile. It yep. will ask you, how do you want me to deliver stuff? And it has all, all the options. So, so download the app if you want to try this out. And be sure you answer all the questions because it's basically, you know, ask, interviewing you to find out what your tone is, what your position is, and the more information that you give ChatGPT, the better it's going to be able to work for you. But So don't be afraid of it. Uh, I'm not afraid I'm going to lose my job because of it. But you know what? I might have to, uh, in, in my world of copywriting, it, it might mean that I have to become a little bit more of an editor sometimes if clients are coming to me and they have allowed ChatGPT to do a lot of stuff and maybe it's not right, it doesn't sound right, because you still have to be authentic. That's, that's the main thing to remember. So don't be afraid. Just be authentic with it and put on your editor's hat and give it a try. I think it should be fun. I agree. So that's our time on the show today. I want to go to our three takeaways real fast. I Mark, thought we just got to... started. I know we did. <laughs> we did just get started. Oh, well, one of the things that uh, just echoed with me was Susan giving a description of what she does uh, with clients or prospects in terms of the gift side of it. Mm -hmm. We came back with one of the expressions that stuck with me was called customer surprise. And it was that point about how to win customers and clients and surprising them with things that are being not being done by your competition, so to speak, mm -hmm. to that side. So that reminds me like a, that. a lot of that, of the customer surprise. 
don't underestimate the fundamentals, which are staging, uh, open houses, things. Always right. go back to fundamentals in this business, Absolutely. regardless of, mm -hmm. of how long you've been in it or where, where it's going. The it's, pop buys, the phone calls. Yeah, those yeah. type of things. And, you know, luxury is very unique, and I love the, this, I love the narrative about earned their way in mm -hmm. because you can't just pop into this space and suddenly be selling luxury homes. That's, That's right. a progression to, mm -hmm. to get there. And once you're there, good stuff. And mm -hmm. I, I've always thought how exciting it would be to be in that space only from the interesting people that you would meet that's, that buy or sell in that price point yeah. or interesting, you know, have interesting lives and have been very successful, obviously, as well. Mm -hmm. So you probably made some pretty incredible friends along the way. Oh, absolutely. Of that Lifetime, side as well. Lifelong. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So if you're going to, if you're thinking about luxury, you got to progress into luxury. And if you're out mm -hmm. there going to considering buying or selling, then you need to have somebody that knows that space. Absolutely. Because that's a different, and it's I a love different teaching world. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love teaching it. I love helping other agents. That's break awesome. in. There yeah. you go. Giving back. So, so if those you want to be in the luxury market, find a luxury company. Absolutely. So we sell more luxury than any other brokerage. There too. you go. Mm -hmm. We do. Susan, what are your three takeaways? Three things that you'd like to leave with our audience today? Um, well, I don't I feel like I did all the talking. Well, you're supposed That's to. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> you put a microphone in front of your face, girl. That's all right. Well, Chad GPT for sure which I already knew, but I, I've forgotten, you know, probably stay authentic. Don't just count on what spits out and editing it. Just try <laughs> to, I didn't know that I could go in and do something to cause me. Do, do you have to do the upgraded version of Chad GPT to get that? You have to, no, because mine's free. So it's just on the app. I know, but there's an up, upgraded there's, part. There's an upgrade, but you have to pay for it. Yep. Yeah, it's always okay. an upgrade. Or something. But to remember right. to be authentic, because I always want to be authentic anyway. What you see is what you get. And I don't want to be all. Yeah, authenticity is most flowery, as you put it. Mm -hmm. um, when people say that's not Susan, that's not, that's not something she would say. Uh, another one. Gosh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I took since I did all the talking. I felt like I don't. I don't know what kind of takeaway I really got, other than reminding myself to love on my clients. There you go. Really, mm -hmm. truly. And to keep teaching, stay learning-based, always, always be willing to help others. That's just what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Gary Keller says we're not in the real estate business. We're in the people business. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe a third one. Uh, gosh, I, don't, I just don't know. I, feel, uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, just uh, to not be as frightened as I thought I would be sitting here on this panel because uh, I was a little nervous. Yeah. My palms are still wet. And um, doing great. yeah, but yeah, keep, well, that I, says I just, keep, I, keep I, pushing I yourself. I appreciate this yeah. opportunity yeah. to be here. I, I just think the world of you. Well, thank you. And, we, and your, we, your, your, your people at Secured Title of Texas. I've got a good team. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah, and they love working with you as well, by the way. So oh, that good. makes for a great combination well, when, yeah, when everybody's sinking in the same chemistry. And, Absolutely. And we understand the importance of the luxury side as well. So we don't want to disappoint. No, absolutely. Because that's an experience no. to itself yes, as we well. Sit down when they and come there's, there's a little board with cheese and meats and, and chocolates and champagne and this is there we go. this is what we, you get with your title company. We have a little celebration. That's right. Yeah. We're celebrating too. I love it. And thank you so much. It's been wonderful to thank have you. you on the show. Appreciate everything that you've shared. And and Mark, his team, uh, with with luxury and I'm sure with Susan's team with luxury, the thing that's better than champagne and a charcuterie board is having someone who knows what they're doing <laughs> and is looking you in the eye and communicating and taking care of all the stuff. 
that's luxury. Luxury is how you take care of something. I've that's always right. taught this. It's how you take care of something. It's, it's not a level of service. how much it costs. Right. It's how you take care of something. So I think you're going to be in good hands with the Reading team or with Secured Title of Texas or with my company, Sandy Hibbard Creative, because all of us are in it to help you. Thanks for stopping by. We will see you next month. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you. Thank you.